Hello and welcome to I Spit on Your Grades. We shall call it a cinema special for want of a broader term this week. As always, I am joined by Faye. Hello. Mercer. Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires, exactly. And Rio de Janeiro to you too. Oh yeah. How are we both? Are we well? A little rough this morning, I think. Maybe could have done with a bit more sleep. Because last night was the first Soho shockdown. Shockdown? Shockdown Saturdays. Shockdown Saturdays. Um, and the Zoom party went on a little late. So, yeah. Maybe need a Coke, a drink, just to make that clear. A good opening night to shockdown Saturdays. Mercer, how are you feeling? No, I'm good. I, I didn't do no late night Zoom parties. So, you know, I slept like a real person and... Got up this morning and felt fabulous, not really. Fell back asleep and got up at about 10 to 12. <laughs> so you may as well have come to the meeting if you're going to do that. That's what we did. Yes, may as well have. All my good intentions were out of the window this morning. So, apart from first night of shockdown Saturday, anyone been watching anything else this week, Mercer? Have I been watching? Well, I've been watching some TV. Standardly, always catching up on my TV and on my old TV series that everyone's raved about in the past. I'm doing Community at the moment. Okay. Have you ever seen it? Yes. Have you got to the point where Jerry Chase is beginning to be an issue for the studio? Problematic. Problematic. What do you mean? He has some personal viewpoints and beliefs that cause an issue to any studio wanting to hire him later on. You enjoying it? Um, yes, I'm actually I'm, I'm quite enjoying it. Um, I'm shocked because I really like Alison Brie in it, and I'm not a massive fan of Alison Brie in Glow, but she's very different in this. So she's brilliant yeah. in Glow. Yeah, she's good. I'm just not a massive fan of the character in Glow, and I just think seeing a di- I've, I've I've only ever seen Alison Brie in Glow, so seeing a different side to her has made me appreciate her more as an actress. She plays neurotic in both, but she's in Glow, she's got that forthright kind of, I want to do this, this and this attitude, where she does a quite a more neurotic role in Community. I think the more I watch Alice and Breathe, the more I enjoy her. Um, I, I initially knew her from Community, and when I wasn't watching Community, her name was going around everywhere, and then watched her in Glow and watched her in things like... Um, is it the horse girl? Horse girl, yeah. Horse girl and the rental, and I, I'm, I really like Alison Brie now. I think she's a really good actress. Took me a bit of time, but I do like her. Cool. Uh, yeah, then I've done some, uh, quite a couple of movies. Nothing exciting. Been on a weird journey. I think uh, I watched a nine eleven movie. Oh. With Charlie Sheen in, because I wanted to cry. Instead, I just got angry. Because it was terrible, and Whoopi Goldberg were in it, and it's got a really good cast, but it's a really bad film. Don't watch it. I can't imagine Charlie what? Sheen sensitively handling something like that. He doesn't come across no. as the guy who's up for the task. The handling was ridiculous. Um, it it didn't really work. A little bit like they tried to do a happy ending, like all these people got stuck in an elevator, but so five people or four people, one, two, four or five, can't remember. And only one of them died. I'm like, mm, I'm kind of done. You know, I don't think that would have been the case. Mm. But it went, it went for me. 
And then I watched something called Utah Cabin Murders, um, which is based on a true story about a home invasion. Uh, and uh, this family who go to this cabin every year. Again, probably didn't really do justice to the family. So yeah, I've been, I've been true life in it and community. We were talking about a true life film last night on the Zoom meet that got me really offended and I'm very hard to offend. Diet Love yeah. Pass incident. I, I hate it. I absolutely hate it because people's family is still alive from that, I'm sure. And for you to turn around as a filmmaker and go, oh, hey, it was aliens. It's like, fuck off. You insensitive prick. I hate it. Ugh. I actually really enjoy that film. But in a way, the fact that it's based on a true story, because, yeah, the reality is that the true, the true story aspect of it, obviously, it very much veers away from the reality. But um, I think as a film in general, if they'd have just been doing a documentary on, uh, like, an un, not a real crew that went missing or a real troop that mm. went missing, I think it's quite a fun movie. And I agree to that point, but when you get to the end, you basically might as well have a 9-11 film and go, oh, it was Bigfoot that did it. Mention what we've been watching this week. MTV has been showing the Scream franchise. Mm. One, two, three. Strangely, not four. Although, fair play, I suppose, because yeah. it was fucking awful. Yeah. So, still hold up. I used to always, I used, or not dislike Scream 2, I used to think of it much worse than it actually is. Oh, no. When I watched it the other night, I actually enjoyed it far more. One to three, I'm fully on board with it any time. I think the great films, even three, I know people have got issues with it, with like the comedy element, but for me... I love that film. Do you think after rewatching one and two again, because you rewatched them for the show, after rewatching them this time, do you think you might have graded them or scored them any differently? I'd have scored two higher than I did. Oh. I'd say no, because I've always had my level of love for Scream. I've not changed that before or after the show. I love Scream and I love Scream too. So. We also watched The Nice Guys, mm. which we'll mention quickly because it's from Shane Black and it's in the same style as Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. The superior Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Except it's better, yeah. But the highlight of our week was watching The Toy Box. <gasps> oh, gosh, yeah. We watched The Toy Box. Um, it's Denise Richards. Misha and Barton. Misha Barton. Um, and they are in a killer RV. <laughs> we'll, we'll let Mercer just take his time to laugh. <laughs> Sorry, can I just clarify that cast? Denise, Richard, and Misha Barton. Mm-hmm. And Matt Mercer. Oh, right, Matt Mercer. I love yeah. Matt Mercer. Yeah, it became infinitely better when Matt Mercer was there, but then he died quite soon. So, but yeah, it's a killer RV, and uh, something happened in there, and it's... Haunted RV, I think it's fair, well, yeah, more haunted, fair to say. Yeah, but... Killer, yeah. killer RV envisions the RV actually being sentient and running around killing people. It does, though. No, it's the ghosts in the RV that are responsible oh, for... Oh, OK. Uh, I'm, I mistook this film. I maybe missed a few key plot points. It's still awful. We did also watch, as well, um, something that... We've got this thing on a Sunday called Bad Film Club now. Uh, where we all get together and zoom and watch a terrible film, or what we can, what we're hoping will be a terrible film. 
because uh, we've had a lot of laughs with it. Uh, Carousel we've done and Larmageddon. <laughs> I love Larmageddon. Go check it out. Carousel is absolutely brilliant. Weird. It shouldn't be, but it just is. Carousel is fantastic. It's hilarious. Um, but last week, uh, Lauren, nodding off, Dr. Lauren McIntyre, picked The Ruins. And I was all ready for a really shit film. It was brilliant. It was a right good film. The Ruins with Jenna Malone? Yes. Right. So I'm just going to tell you this right now. Um, that when we do, or if we do, a Nature episode, that is my pick. Oh. It's one of my favourite films ever. Well, we already watched it. It's so great. That's, that will save us some time. How could that be a bad film? In Lauren's defence, she said she wasn't meant to see it at the cinema and her and a friend went. And uh, they just remember it being really stupid. I mean, you know, you can look at it and say it's a stupid film for the content of it. But I think it's done so it's well. It's yeah, really that it doesn't matter. It is just pure entertainment. Um, and it's got some quite shocking bits in it as well. Like, I won't, I won't go too much into it if we're going to do it eventually in an episode. But... Um, Stuff you wouldn't normally see committed to film, if you know what I mean. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I, know. I get, I get what you mean. So that is us, though. What we watched this week, pretty much, I believe. Mm-hmm. So to the episode itself, as I say, a kind of general one this this week. Basically, it's been nearly nearly a year of lockdown now in its various forms, and apart from a very brief sojourn where the cinemas were back open they have been largely shuttered for almost a year shuttered shuttered for almost a year not shuttered they've been shuttered (laughs) so with that in mind we thought we'd have a look back cinemas we barely knew you (laughs) and just have have a chat about some of our best worst cinema experiences not just film based but actual cinema bits and pieces and some of the stuff we miss some of the stuff we absolutely won't miss so yeah we thought we'd just have a general bit a little chit chat over that so i've got a question not counting celluloid screams what was the last film you went to see at the cinema i i think it was jojo rabbit i can't remember because we we did glasgow so the last film we saw at glasgow Ah. That's a film festival, though. So I think the last, yeah, that the last one we saw there, I can't even remember. But I think the last one we saw commercial was probably Jojo release Rabbit, was Jojo Rabbit, yeah. which it feels like an age ago now. Yourself? Mine was Ready or Not. Oh really? Uh, okay. Yeah, the secret screening at the Odeon Cinema in Sheffield. That <laughs> were like ages ago. Didn't we see that at Friday? No, I didn't see it at Fright Fest. Oh, okay. No, I saw something else. Great film, though, yeah. ready or not. To be fair, if that's the last film you're going to go and see at cinema, it's quite a high-caliber one. We love Red- We love Ready or Not. Mm-hmm. It was my first time as well in the new Odeon. Um, so, like, laying back on my chair were quite nice with my drink. Nice. Yeah, I did fall asleep, <laughs> probably. <laughs> It wouldn't be a film screen if you didn't fall asleep, Mercer. <laughs> you got to ruin it for someone, aren't you? <laughs> Normally that's you, Faye. It is. That's you 
speak talking in your sleep while you're asleep watching a film. I don't know why. Festival. I don't know why it happens, but if if I'm falling asleep at a cinema, I seem to make noises in my throat that I never make in any other point. Like I don't do it when I'm falling asleep at home. I just I I mean just for the purposes of letting you know what that is, I'll start to fall asleep and then I'll go. Why that? Why do I make that noise? I don't know what it is. It normally seems to be a reaction to what's going on on the screen as well. I know. So sometimes it fits perfectly. Uh, and then you look and go, why are you, like, you know, it fits, but you, you still wonder why you should making that noise. And then you look and you're asleep. There's, there's some films you can get away with it in. There's some films you can't. We, went, we saw Terrified at Fright Fest, the absolutely brilliant Argentinian horror terrified and there's huge scenes of absolute silence and dread in there or you're just waiting for something to happen to you there it's like at what point was a cow introduced into the fucking film you calling me a cow sounded like one. yeah can make sure you clarify that um it was... <laughs> clarify like butter which you produce <laughs> It was um it was during um is it chained the one where I think it's Vincent D'Onofrio yeah so during chained it is quite tense and there's this bit where he's kidnapping this kid and I'm assuming everyone's silent I'm asleep at this point so I don't know but I'm assuming everyone's silent and um, I'm told afterwards apparently the dialogue went something along the lines of well I've got this axe and I went. <laughs> <laughs> wrong with me man it's not wrong with me so i guess i don't miss that about the cinema i don't miss falling asleep and making random noises can i just i just want to i'm i don't know if we shared this before but my favorite cinema experience of you is hellford hellfjord <laughs> the very last episode where you slept all the way through it and then it finished and everyone started clapping and you just kind of like shut up and start going <coughs> and you had no idea what was going on He's just like, yes, looking round like really confused. And <laughs> it's like, you did none of that, did you say? Do you know, funny story, I've never been able to make it through the last episode of Hellfjord. Ever. I just always fall asleep. Don't know why. That's, that's not funny. Doesn't stand up well for the, for the show, does it? Everybody else loved it. It's just that last episode. I don't know why. I just can't seem to stay awake to finish it. But anywho. So, we've, as I say, we've talked about what we went and saw last. Who remembers what they ever saw first? I don't remember it, but I know what I saw first, thanks to my folks. It was a screening of Snow White um, at a random cinema in Sheffield that's now been took down. I think it used to be at Top of Moor. My mum said I was screaming because it was pitch black and I didn't want to go into the darkness. And then apparently I was screaming when they tried to take me out of there because I didn't want to leave. So Snow White. There you go. What about you, Mercer? Um, the very first film I can remember seeing is The Little Mermaid. Um, and I remember literally watching it back to back. My brother took me and my cousin and um, we had like four Happy Meals to try and get all the figures. So uh, I think we got Ursula like three times. Um, but yeah, I think that's the first film I remember 
see it at the cinema. Do you know that film? No, it's good. Very different to where my life ended up, but... I don't know, you're a bit of a sea monster. A sea witch. I, do, I love Disney films, actually, so, you know, I've got some. Who doesn't, you know? The devil. <laughs> I think my first screen was Snow White. A screen oh, of Snow White as well, actually. There you go. Weirdly enough. I can't vaguely remember it. Vaguely remember seeing Care Bears as well. I seem to recall Care Bears. I'll tell you what, Care Bears, there's a scene in there, terrifying as well. You wouldn't think think it. I remember there being a scene where there's a a brown goo, they get covered in their face and they get encased in it, like they're suffocating. And I swear, I can't deal with suffocation in anything now. I think it's back to that initial trauma. I, I don't mean to laugh. I really don't, but it is hilarious how Care Bears has fueled this phobia for Chris of <laughs> suffocation. See, it's that one, and then it's there's in the Brothers Grimm the the film with Matt Damon. One is it? No, is it Matt Damon? I think so. And the dude from Heath Ledger. Yeah. Yes, where the kid gets that goo all over his face and he wipes it off and he wipes his whole face off. <laughs> and, that, and that is all. That is also terrifying, and the Taken Back Sunday video where they're also all covered in black goo is also terrifying to me. Honestly, it's like a proper suffocation. No, it, one yeah, was like, yeah, no bleeding. Suffocation. Can't, can't listen to Papa Roach. Yeah, that bit because I'll have to just turn it down and come back in. Yeah. But yeah, that's what, as you say though, it's weird that something back in the day can fuel. A weird phobia. Do you have any weird phobias, Mercer, from things you've seen on film? I don't have weird phobias at all. I have rational fears, which we all have. Spiders and deep water. That's it. I don't mind deep water. I'm alright with it. Mm, yeah, swim down in it. Go on, stay with me all at sea and swim down in it. Do it. I dare you to. I've not got a fear of deep water. Go on, do it. Are you going to? Are we going to do it? Are you going to do it? I mean, I can't a minute. <laughs> well, you can. It's in the middle of nowhere. See? You're feared because yeah. you don't know what's down there. Would you not go no, swimming but... in the middle of the sea, then? I sh- I've, been in the- I've been swimming in the middle of the sea, but I shit myself. It's terrifying because something under there is watching you. Yeah, you're shit. <laughs> You would have to get really far down to start seeing all the weird shit. Where you go, where you jump off a boat in the middle of the ocean, it's not even touching it, mate. So you would have to go miles and miles down. I'm not just scared of weird shit. What about just general sharpness? Well, you're more likely to be eaten by a cat than you are a shark. (laughs) Yeah, if you don't go swimming. It's, it's, It's fact. It's a statistic that I read once. No, no. <laughs> just uh, it's it's. I don't think they're irrational though. Not like Chris's um, suffocating on goo. Um, and the only time I can imagine a load of goo in someone's face is at a bukkake party, <laughs> and I don't think go into one. That's why I've never been to one. <laughs> That's why, yeah. Despite my efforts to get you there, um, yeah. No, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm a come in your face. Oh. Um, I don't know why I had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. It's been a year in lockdown. Oh. 
Oh dear. Right, moving away from Mercer doing unspeakable <laughs> things to me. Just thought you meant moving away from Mercer in general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, would, that would normally be a good move, but yeah, just moving away from the other the other area. Obviously, as I say, that trauma is a bad bad experience. What apart from the films has been people's worst cinema experience? We're talking bad venues, bad people, bad staff. Oh gosh, there's a lot. There is a lot of them, like talking in films, like people talking in films I do not miss. We went to a late night screening of You Were Never Really Here and there was a couple next to us who'd clearly had a bit to drink Um, and I I don't even know why they bothered to come in because they were just talking throughout the whole thing about this guy they worked with called Pete and Pete wasn't meeting his figures and stuff like that. Why was he even still at the company? I'm like, why? And I knew this because I could fucking hear it. I'm like, why are you doing this? So we had to turn around to him and end and go, can you just stop? Because we can't hear a word. We can only hear you. And they're like, yeah, yeah, sorry. Stopped. And then about two minutes later, just started it back up again. And the whole fucking film was just them talking. It really annoyed me. There was one killing of a sacred deer where there was a woman in front of me and she got a phone out and she must have been hard of sight because the text was massive and I could see every word on her phone. And someone had written to her on a text message going, what are you doing now? And she's like, oh, I'm just at cinema, just watching Killing of Sacred Deer. It's a bit weird. It's, like, it's a bit weird because you're missing half the fucking plot because you're on your phone. Oh, did my head in. I've, not, I've got many bad experiences. I think um, I did have, when I went to see it, there was a girl, sat, or a couple of girls sat in front of us who kept taking pictures and Snapchatting, um, saying how scared they were. Mm. Um and I would have said something except for the fact that Carl screamed like a woman in part of the film um, and everyone stared at us. So we, we, we were the trouble ones as well. So you can't really kick up a fuss on everyone else when everyone's looking at Carl like he's some kind of weirdo. Um, but yeah, not really lots of bad experiences. I guess my friends normally are the worst. Yeah, fair. No, no but like, I think when we were... Do you remember when Exorcist came back out, mm-hmm. like got a cinema release again? I remember... Did, did you come to that? I went with... Um, one of my friends were there anyway. Anyway, suddenly, during this film, they developed a cough. And they sat all the way through the film, coughing, and everyone were asking her to leave. <laughs> and she's like, I'll take my money. And I'm like, you're ruining it for me as well. Like, where did this cough come from? Bitch. We're not friends anymore. I killed her. I didn't <laughs> actually kill her. That would be illegal. The worst I think we've seen an audience behave... There's been a few... Horror movies at mainstream cinemas always the worst because mm. people can't shut up. Gallows, that's fucking oh. awful. The film's awful and the crowd are even worse. The work. Although it's never come to blows, unlike Hereditary screening, which we went to at Cineworld. That was wild. That was insane. The film finished. One guy who was there with his missus turned around to him and said, well, that was a fucking piece of shit. I agreed with him at the time. (laughs) But yeah, so he went, that was a fucking piece of shit. At which point, a guy who was there with his other missus, his missus went, hey, hey, don't swear in front of our missus. 
At which point they had words and then started brawling in the middle of the screen in. An actual actual fight. A full-on fight. Punching a lot. It was crazy. I just like that he's he's standing up for his his wife's, you know, sensitive ears. (laughs) Don't swear in front of my wife. Yeah, the fact that it's a film where we've had someone beheaded, there's foul language anyway, there's death, and it's like, oh, don't you say the F word. Remember what they say? Contributors <laughs> <laughs> violence is okay, as long as there isn't any naughty words. Playing Canada. Playing Canada indeed. Yeah, so, I mean, in terms of worst experiences, it is just the usual people talking, people being disrespectful. And I absolutely—that's why if you're going to go to the cinema, you should go on a weekday, in the morning, by yourself. No offense. No, I, I completely agree with going on your own on a weekday. You have to be careful the time you go on your own. So about worst experience, worst experiences. It wasn't an awful one, but I went to see Les Mis, and I didn't think I booked it. It was on Valentine's Day, and I didn't think I went. Oh, I'll just go and see Les Mis because I've got nothing better to do. And I went there, and every seat was sold out apart from the one next to me. So everyone was there on their couples for their date night, and there's just me sitting there on my own watching the Miz. And then the film finishes, and everyone gets up and starts applauding. I must point out as well, this is before we were together, so I didn't just ditch him on Valentine's Day and let him go and watch the Miz by himself. No. But who stands... I can understand at film festivals and stuff, you applaud because... Workers have submitted their their films there to see what people think and actually get feedback and stuff like that. But just to start standing, just start applauding in City World on a Wednesday night. I think you should. It took me uh, when we went to see Black Swan. All I wanted to do when that film finished was stand up and start applauding for it because I was so mesmerised and blown away. But no one else did, and I didn't want to look like an idiot because I. You know, life's already given me lemons, so I didn't want to make it worse. Um, but that's all I wanted to do, and I think that we should embrace this culture of clapping films that we enjoy, and then booing them when we don't. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly it. That we I only I'm only signing on to clap if they're good. If I can just start screaming, <laughs> shouting abuse at the screen if it's shit. I was talking to somebody the other day about our viewing of Black Swan because um, me and Mercer had gone to see it, I think, on a Tuesday when Odeon used to be OAP night and you got cheap, cheaper tickets to get in and we were surrounded by old-age pensioners, women in particular, and then that scene comes on with Mila Kunis and the whole lot of cunnilingus and it was just so awkward. But I'd... I'd <gasps> I remember seeing Sleepers at the cinema. Do you remember it? The, yeah. the film where the kids who got abused. And um, we were watching that, and it got to that point where, I think, is it Kevin Bacon, like, tells him, get on your knees in front of him, and he's like, what do you want me to do? And then we all know what's going to happen. And I swear to God, about 30 old ladies just stood up, huffed, like, the, the, as loud as they could, and stormed out of the cinema. And I was like... It is pretty intense, though, for, for people, in it? Yeah. But that, like, I've, I've, I've only ever seen mass walkouts uh, um, at festivals. But, yeah, mass walkout in the real world was very weird. What mass walkout did you see at a festival? 
Oh my god, Field Guide to Evil. I wasn't I wasn't Friday. there for that screening. We worked out well in advance, well done. Um people were just I, I just watched this audience just dwindling around me. People were just getting up and leaving. Um <laughs> there were a point where so there were people on my row and one thing I hate to do is get past people in a cinema because I know I'm going to fall on them or touch them inappropriately so like <laughs> if I need a toilet I'll just hold everything um, and I was so desperate to leave but there were people on row and then it got to that point where like my body had given up anyway and my mind had given up. I was just like, oh, this corpse watching this film. And even as my rope left, I was just like, I can't even bring myself to move anymore. It's destroyed me that much. <laughs> I was ruined. Probably, probably one of my worst cinema experiences ever. Oh, no. Sorry about that. Okay. Not my fault, obviously, but I apologise you had such a bad time. And I think it might be when y'all went to see Witch in the Window. Oh, there possibly. you go. We made the right choice. Very much the right choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was stuck with this. This is the only film I could watch. So what's yeah. been your best experience in the cinema? Mainstream release stuff. The midnight screenings of it were absolutely it. And it's chapter two. We did both of the midnight screenings, mm-hmm. didn't we, I believe? Those, they were both really fun. Yeah. As we were saying about audiences screaming, but no, and shouting, but these were actually really well behaved and just went there and sat there in silence and watched the film at midnight. After they took a few pictures and stuff. And... Yeah, there's loads of really cool outfits and scary stuff wandering around. Oh, yeah, no, sorry, I meant the actual film that's itself. Fun. Yeah, well, that's that's fair enough. Or not fair enough, but you can't, unfortunately, get every single person in the screen and behave impeccably. I think one of my best experiences was the raid. In Glasgow, that I know it's in a festival setting, but the raid is not my usual go-to type of film. It's it's action, basically. I don't know what it were doing at a horror festival, but I'm glad it was. Um, it was immense. Just everybody was getting so into it, and just when backs were being broken, people were ooh and ah and clapping and shouting, and oh, it was brilliant. I love that. Love that screening, but. In in everyday life, uh, yeah, probably the the it one was great with all the characters running around. The the other one that has I have to mention is going to see Avengers Endgame. Oh, that was fantastic! It was lit. It, it, it was not an early early morning one. It's about eight o'clock. We went to yeah, see it. I think somehow. eight o'clock in the morning. And um, it was packed still. There were no seats free. The pretty much all that week there were no seats free for Endgame. And by the end of it, it was just I, everyone was crying. Like you could audibly hear everybody crying, and they weren't stopping. Understandably so. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing though for no, I wouldn't say metric or just that's the wrong. For for demographic of people who were there in that screening. To hear everyone just in open floods of tears and not trying to not trying to hide it, just oh, people, it's included, by yeah, the way. as included, yeah. people just genuinely just weeping was quite ama- quite amazing. I mean, we could say that Happy Face had the same effect, but I don't want to talk about Happy Face. We don't talk about Happy Face ever again. No, 
Mm. We like to bring it up. I like to instantly feel like I'm getting emotional when you bring it up. <laughs> no. Never again. Um, I'm not um, as big a cinema goer as you two, um, to be fair. Um, a film really has to kind of... I have to really, really, really want to see a film to go to cinema, mm-hmm. or someone has to really force me to go to cinema. Um, I, just because I don't like the idea of... Because of, because of doing the festivals and that kind of respect that's shown in festivals for films, when you go to the real-world cinema and that respect's gone, it, it just it just angers me a little bit and, you know, it taints the whole experience. So, I don't know. Um, I don't think I've got, like, any real standard-like moments. Apart from Black Swan. Well, Black Swan, and, like, yeah, that were really good. I guess the first time I saw Scream, uh, because I'm underage, so that were really good. Um, I don't know. I mean, most of my cinema experiences result in in not good. <laughs> as in, as in, when I went to see Superman, uh, the best part about Superman was waking up at the end of the film with my head between my knees, and I'd literally just folded myself in half and gone to sleep. <laughs> Um, that was good because that film was poor um, a really good experience I had but when we couldn't go and see Avatar even after we bought the tickets because I got really ill after going to a restaurant and we should have taken that as a warning to never go and see Avatar I don't know why we even we did didn't. after I don't know why I don't know but that's my favourite <laughs> I think that's my favourite experience, and it's really bad because we're the people that annoy people. Um, but when when their dad dies, and she turns around and makes that funny noise, and we start pissing ourselves, <laughs> and that woman in front of us shot us the dirtiest look ever. I'm like, but it's funny. She hate they all hated there's, us by end. We were some, just laughing. There's some things you can't stop yourself in. I said, I know. You, Someone was saying on Twitter the other day about people laughing watching Hereditary. And to be fair, most of it isn't funny. But that scene where she's lifted up to the treehouse, if you don't piss yourself laughing at that, then, I don't know, you've not got a comedy bone in you. It looks ridiculous. We went to see The Ring 2 and I was particularly ill. Um, I'd I'd got ill throughout the day at work and we were supposed to go after him. And you said, do you still want to go? I'm like, yeah, I'll get a couple of brandies in there. It'll be fine. So we we got me drinked up. We got into the cinema and it it was boring as shy. I mean, I hate Ring 2 anyway. But it gets to the bit where Naomi Naomi Campbell... (laughs) That would be better. (laughs) Oh my God, Naomi was. Well, I definitely saw in London one time. Uh, Naomi Watts is in the well, and uh, she t- she's trying to get out, and there's a little girl beneath, and she goes like, "Mommy," or something like that. And she goes, "I'm not your fucking mother," and that was it. I lost it, and I was cry laughing for about fifteen minutes. Something else happened as well with someone's phone going off and the vibration. What was my phone <laughs> vibrating? Um, so. Yeah, it was just vibrating and we couldn't stop laughing. But the worst part were... So we got in quite late because we were sat in bar in cinema drinking. So we were sat quite far back, I think. Mm. Um, I'd like to think back row, but I know it weren't. Um, 
not for sexy ties, but just for uh, not. <laughs> Obviously not. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, but the part where um, I. We'd been watching this film for like 5,000 years and I uh, I just thought, how long is left? And I had to look at my clock and it had been on for like 15 minutes. And we were just like, oh my God, oh. why? Why is this happening? We... I mean, at that point, I don't think we would walk out as... No. Walk her out. We, we, no. we were, we were yeah. paid our money, so that's it, we're staying, we're getting our money's worth. But we yeah. did, it happened again during uh, the descent to <laughs> descent to his gash. I'm just going to say that right now. I don't know why I keep going to see sequels like that because they're absolute turds. Um, but one of the weird Walker things came up on the screen, and I think it were you, Mercer, who turned around and said, "I didn't know your mother were in this," and I howl. <laughs> <laughs> If this section of the episode has taught us anything, it's that we're awful people to go to the cinema with. No, used to be. Used to be. We've far much more respect now, I feel. No, yeah, we, we, we've grown up. I think there were a point where, you know, we might have not been the best. But we've learned lessons because then we've all been victim to people like us and now know how frustrating it is. Plus, we were young and probably drunk 95% of the time. Truth. Um, and hardly slept. I mean, we used to party a lot, so you guys you know, like to party. I like <laughs> want to party. Um, yeah. So we <laughs> probably. I'm surprised we even remember some of these things. We've probably done far worse that we've forgotten about. But I don't think I'm. I can't remember ever going into a screening of anything drunk, even at fright fest. Yeah. Oh, we've done it lots at Friday. I've done it bad, yeah. Not drunk, but I, I just had this horrible memory of um, skipping school and going to see Toy Story. And there were me and, like, four other friends. And um, it went, they did like, day. And there were only a few people in there. And um, it got to a scene where I think the toys are dancing. Or something, I'm not really good. Or there's like music going on, it's like a happy thing. And we just thought it would be perfectly acceptable to just stand up at the front of the cinema and start dancing. Um, it wasn't. Uh, we got called fucking morons, fucking pea brains, and people started demanding the money back for the cinema tickets off us. Up at like 13 or something, 13 or 14. Like, oh, what have we done? So I learnt my lesson then about not standing and dancing in front of cinemas. As, as it should <laughs> be. It's a lesson everyone should learn. We thought it were an interactive viewing. Show you did. Never done, never no. done interactive no. viewing. Would love to. I would love to go to the PCC at some point and do one of their interactive The, the room. Views. I'd love to do the room more than anything. They start throwing plastic spoons up and I just can't imagine anything funner. Are we talking about the Tommy Wiseau? Yes. yes. You're tearing you know, me apart, Lisa! I've got that song that I've saved that someone did on the room, which is just clips of that. Um, oh, hey, Mark. I know that for some reason. 
don't know why. I just know there's a really angry scene and he walks into a roof and goes, oh, hey, Mark. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) 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 That... <laughs> uh, but no, I had actually seen And I didn't even know they did real interactive things. I know they did like, um, I want to say 4D. Is that like when they blow water on you? Yeah, 4DX. 4DX is great. Yeah, 4DX is brilliant. So they do. 4DX does all the wind effects and the water stuff and the movements. But don't ever go to. I've said. I, I, I couldn't do 4DX anymore in a full on Marvel comic film because we went to see Spider-Man in 4DX and it wrecks you around something rotten. You can't see what's going on because you're just like all over the place constantly. You didn't see what I just did but I mimicked what happens in 4DX now. I think I'm giving myself a headache. That really hurt. Yeah, so don't go see it during that kind of film. Or do because it's brilliant. <laughs> As, uh, I know what you mean. You do get ragged around. It is it's hard to keep a focus on what's going on on the screen at some points. Mm. I like that. I liked Screen X as well as kind of a neat gimmick where they lengthen the screen down the wall. It was, but they didn't carry it on like throughout the whole film. So I went to see Shazam in that. And um, it only came up on certain bits of the yeah. film. It would have been good if it were continual, but... Or continuous. No idea what that is. No. Essentially, you have the you have the screen at the end as you would do normally, but it arcs around to go down half, part, about a third of the way down the walls on the side as well. Mm. If you got it three, feels like too much effort. Yeah, I was going to say if you got three monitors and just put them like that, then that's what it would be. Mm, too much effort. It kind of works. It's I, like I, it, sorry, I was just going to say it's like most of them. It's early days for technology. We'll see what they do with it. And I just know 3D films. That's it. That's that's been the extent of my um, submersive theatre, theatre, cinema experiences. But I would like to do something like you know, like what Ghost Stories does. The play, like having the smells and stuff, mm. or maybe even like what the Jungler did back in the day, and like having electric shock things on your chairs yeah. to scare you. That could be quite cool. I just think, in conclusion, I miss cinemas. I really do. And I can't wait to be back in one. I just like, I, I do especially like that feel, like I say, of going by yourself on a weekday and just sitting there with your decaf vanilla latte and your chilli nuts and just being one of the only few people. Don't, don't turn, make it. Turn, turn the in City World, please. <laughs> with hardly anyone around you just watching a film, I love it. I went to see Amy by myself and did exactly that and I couldn't leave for 10 minutes after because I was crying uncontrollably. So I literally had to pull myself together before I left the cinema. Toy Story 4 broke me. Mm. <laughs> broke me A lot of stuff breaks you. Yeah, I walked out and couldn't even get out of the foyer. I couldn't even get fucked to the foyer before I broke down the engine after Toy Story 4. We went to, when we went to see Inside Out with his friends, John and Kat, um, we were crying at key points of it as you should and they didn't shed one tear for they are dead inside <laughs> they just need that one film there's there's one film out there that will break everyone and once once you've found that one film then you'll become like a human and have actual feelings and emotions so they just need to find that one film is all do they mercer because once they do they're going to be like you and just cry at everything 
Yeah, I, I literally cried at everything. Honestly, I think I cried a little bit at Community because he gave a check to Greendale. <laughs> I'm a mess of um, But, you know, that's what happens when you get old and Harold's going stiff in major life. Uh, yeah. True. Truth. But, like you say, the sooner cinemas get back open, the better. Apart from for Mercy, he doesn't go. So he doesn't care one way I do want to go to the cinema. I've often wanted to go more. I just find it a bit kind of expensive because I don't like travelling places and I don't want to pay a big lump of, lump sum of, lump sum of money. Lump sum like of money. <laughs> I live like walking distance of like three, four cinemas. <laughs> Like literally, and four good cinemas: showroom, showroom cinema in Sheffield, um, the light, the light, Odeon, and um, oh, what's that other Gerson. one called? Yeah, you do, Gerson. Oh, Gerson, yeah. So I'm like in walking distance of four really good cinemas, and I get which give me a massive variation of high budget films and like indie kind of cinema I still don't go off but I would like to but I would say when cinemas do open like we probably should go more and kind of support like as local independent cinemas well at, because... when this all started we cancelled our subscription to Cineworld because obviously we didn't know when it was going to get back open and my reckoning is that going forward rather than just seeing everything I'd like to see select things that maybe showroom or see if you can get a, yeah. some kind of subscription to showroom and uh, do that. I'd, I'd happily do that. And yeah. I would, because I don't have to pay to travel to them places. No, as you say, independent cinemas have suffered more than most during this yeah. time, and they deserve your love, especially showroom, who do such great work and obviously host so your screens. We're biased, because we're, we're biased. from Sheffield and we love showroom, but uh, any little independent cinema you've got they need they need the love exactly so i hope everyone has enjoyed this little kind of nostalgic look at cinemas because you know what we wanted to so why not <laughs> lockdown's got us cray cray so cray cray so cray cray we will be getting back on track next week with our normal episode for best road horror movie however it's going to be slightly different on saturday the 13th of february we're going to be joining soho festival programmer mitch harrod for shockdown saturdays and doing our first ever live i spit on your grades episode Eek. that we're all very very excited for and absolutely none of the team are nervous I actually generally am. I'm really looking forward to it. But... I'm a bit scared, but we'll get through it. Don't worry. It's all right. We've got wine. Yeah. I just need to not delve into the world of cum, um, <laughs> and then we'll be all right. Exactly. Just, just We'll try to keep the episode as cum-free as possible. But if you want more information on the episode coming up on Saturday, we will be posting numerous links, I'm sure, during the week to it. If you can also follow Soho Film Festival on Twitter and also add yourself to their Facebook group because that is where Mitch will be posting all the links for the films he's showing that day 
and also the link for the Zoom for our live show. So join us there. And the six weeks after films and events that he's got coming up, because judging by Saturday's lineup just gone, they will be a lot of fun and a lot of high quality stuff there to watch. Absolutely. A quick shout out to 15 Things You Didn't Know About Bigfoot and to Freddy, which were amazing films and please do catch them when you can. Definitely both worth checking out. If you want to check us out, you can contact us on both Twitter and Instagram at SpitGrades. We're at I Spit on Your Grades on Facebook. You can email us at electricpossums at gmail.com should you need to reach us for any reason. Please do feel free to get in touch. We will be back, as I say, on Saturday for the live show, those of you who are joining us, or Tuesday for the recording of the live show will go out. And until then, it just leaves me to say thank you very much for Mercer joining us. I thank you for your time. And Faye for sitting here next to me and joining us. Tom Muchley. And me for thanking you for joining us. Take care now. Bye. Bye. Bye.